You are listening to the Focus on You podcast with me, your host and photography coach bestie, Sherry Brown. This is a safe space where we talk about everything photography, but also deep diving into the photographer's mindset blocks and developing your true skills that shine with tons of self-worth, confidence and authenticity in your business. I believe this journey has so many possibilities when we fuel our soul with creativity and passion that allow us to create a life we've always dreamed of. So sit back and grab a beverage while we focus on you. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. It is currently the week before this podcast airs because I am leaving for New York City this weekend. Therefore, as you're hearing this, I may be visiting the Big Apple with my sister who just turned 40 this August. And we plan a girl's trip, which I'm super pumped about. Um, plus, it's my end of se- almost end of season. I still have one more wedding left, but that's not until I get back. So I'm kind of like ready for a vacation. And if you know me, you know, I need to travel like a lot to get those breaks in between, even if it's like a staycation just to get that rest and relaxation because my mind does not work well when I'm doing the same thing over and over and over again. Like I need to have that refresh that, you know, that motivation or inspiration coming from somewhere. And for me, it's travel. I love traveling. I've always loved traveling. However, lately I'm not in love with the idea of getting on a plane anymore or going to the airport in this chaos and, you know, you hear stories every day, you know, like things happening at the airport or lost luggage or delayed flights or cancel flights or reschedule flights, which has happened to me quite a lot more than ever in my life. Um, and I don't know why that is, but I still got to travel. So, so right now I'm probably in New York city while you're listening to this, if you are listening to this this week, um, And today is a really good day as well. Just an update for you. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but a few months ago, um, probably back in March, I think I had recorded a podcast talking about my husband and him being home from work because he had a business and he ended up selling his shares at his business and being home with me all summer with the kids. Um, Was it easy? No, not at all. He's still home. But it was very, um, you know, I was trying to be the supportive wife and giving him little things to do here and there while he figured out what it was that he really wanted to do. And I think it's important that I gave him that kind of space to kind of like, you know, take his break, but also reflect on what he wanted to do. But I didn't want him sitting for too long. So I actually went into um a restaurant with him and I sat down with him and I said, what do you want to do? This is, you know, I kind of knew the direction in which he was going in. It was more um, building furniture and um, reno stuff like that because he's really good at it. He used to be an engineer. And so he's like the A-type perfectionist personality and creative and he knows his stuff. So during COVID, we had uh, done done a lot of renovations in our house and 
I made a page on Instagram just documenting our daily, you know, projects and everything. And it blew up a little bit because a lot of people were really interested in this DIY way that we did it. And we renovated our whole entire kitchen. I don't know if you guys follow it, but like, our, you should have seen our kitchen before and after. It's insane. It was dark and it was mahogany and really old looking. The tiles were ugly gray and we made it all white and we like re we did the whole countertop ourselves with epoxy and like we did it three times. We were just learning, but it was the night and day difference. And oh my God, it was unreal. So if you do want to see that, go ahead and join um, our page on Instagram is called Brown's Home Vibes. And I think there's a period in between each word. Um, but yeah, I mean, with three kids, it's hard to have a white house and <laughs> white walls and, you know, everything's white now. So I'm constantly trying to spray things down on a daily and clean it. The magic eraser is off the shelves at the store because I probably have them. And yeah, so I mean, maintaining a house is really difficult as it is, but when you have everything's white, it's like, and three boys who, you know, can't control their paws while they're walking through the the hallways of the house or running through the hallways of the house. And after they've eaten a bowl of chili or something like there's an issue there. So even if they're not eating anything, their hands are always dirty. I don't know why what's with boys. They do not like to wash anything. Um, they don't even like to shower, honestly, but I think, um, anyway, I'm rambling on and on. So I'm going to get right into this episode and uh, thanks for listening to my life story this week. So today we're talking about things that have helped me in my business, give me back the time I need and the freedom I need. And uh, when I first started, I think that uh, I was way busier than I am now, even though I'm doing a lot now and probably more successful now. But back then I felt like I was hustling. I was hustling. I was doing all the things. I was, you know, everything. I was the one man show, which most of us are. And I still kind of am, but I found ways to kind of help me um, alleviate some of that load. And so my time is given back to me this summer. Honestly, like I have flown through weddings editing so much easier and I'm able to do coaching and I'm able to spend time with my family and I'm able to travel and all of that stuff. And so I want to share with you some ways that some things that have really, 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 really helped me and they're worth looking and looking into. So as I said, first of all, the editing part, and I recently last year, I came across Imagine AI and I tried it out for a bit. I didn't really trust the process of an AI, you know, app editing my photos. And I also didn't want to outsource my editing to someone else because I felt like I was giving up that control. And I think that I would have ended up tweaking it anyways, and then sending it back to them and paying them for nothing. And I'm a control freak that way. And I don't know about you, but I enjoy the process of editing. I really do. I think I enjoy it more than the shooting part. I enjoy both, but I feel like I love the whole editing process because it's like the bow, you know, the gift of the bow on it. It's like the final product that you deliver to your clients. And so I did dabble with it a little bit and I kind of like just forgot about it. And then Imagine AI reached out to me and they said, hey, like, 
you know, we would love to partner with you to do this. And I said, Hey, I don't use it, but I'm going to try to use it and see if it works for me. And if it does, um, sure, let's provide my, you know, my followers with a link that they can get a ton of edits for free. So I did that and I wanted to make sure that I liked it before I shared it with you guys. And honestly, at first it was like a process because you have to teach it and you have to keep loading up your catalogs. And so the first few were like, you know, close, but they weren't there yet. And as I kept loading all my weddings in there week after week, after week, after week, even after, you know, after my tweaks, I would resend it to Imagine AI and it would learn, it would relearn. And now it's like, (laughs) I don't know how to tell you this, but like, I have, I don't even know how many hours I got back in my life this summer, but it was a lot of hours. It was a lot of hours and I can't go back. And it's not even that much money, honestly. Like I, this whole month, I think I had four or five weddings at five weddings, guys, five weddings. And I used it to edit a lot of my photos. And um, I think I only paid just over $200 in edits. And I'm okay with that because if it saves me time and, you know, the free gives me the freedom that I need to do other things to make money, then sure. Why not take my money? And so I think next year I'm going to have it down to a hundred percent where I don't even have to like tweak. And it's incredible. It's, it takes a lot of patience. You're going to have to sit with it for a little bit and that's okay. If you guys are interested in trying it out, there is a link in there. So you can go ahead and try it out. No pressure. I just know that for me, it was a very, uh, like I will back it up a thousand percent because it has really saved me so much time. It really knows how I edit. And that's, that's important to me because I want people to see my work and say, yeah, I recognize Sherry's work. And so that's what you want as well. You don't want a random person editing your photos and they're all different all the time. You want it to be like it is you. And so, yeah. And if I have to say anything, I I feel like it's even better than it was before because I've really like tweaked it to a point where I'm like only putting in the galleries that I really love so that it understands the lighting and the situation and I'm not putting in the galleries that I don't like if, if, if there are any of those, you know, if there's any bad situations with, with stuff like lighting or colors that I hate. Um, but most, for the most part, I have used it on every wedding this year, every single wedding. And, um, I mean, minus a few parts of the day, I don't use it for, I'll just edit it on by hand, but like, I honestly, I just come home and I, I go to bed. I don't even call the night before because I'm so tired. So in the early morning, I sleep right beside my camera (laughs) just in case. And then I get up and I go and I load all my photos on and then I call them and then I put it right through Imagine AI and I go up and I have breakfast and it's amazing. Anyhow, that was the first thing and probably the biggest time saver that I've had so far this year. Um, So my second thing, and this goes back to when I first started, um, you know, pricing myself better is I was not charging enough before. And I think that was sucking up a lot of my time because I was getting a lot more inquiries and a lot more bookings. And I was working way harder for a lot less. 
And now I'm at a point where I'm charging enough that I know how many weddings I want to take a year, how many shoots I want to take here and there. And I can say no to things. And so for me, it was important to charge enough. And even if I didn't get, say I said I wanted 15 weddings this year and, um, you know, I only got 12. I know that I'm okay with 12 because that was okay for my budget or, you know, whatever lifestyle I want to live, that I'm okay with that. Plus, I have other things going on, like other shoots. And then we have video with my husband. We also have, um, I also have my coaching. I also have some courses online. Like there's things that happen, you know, where I have different sources of income. So it's okay for me to take 12 weddings a year. So charging enough for what you think that you want to earn and then like, you know, giving it like a, a like an okay number. So, okay, I want to do 15, um, I want to do two shoots per week or 10 shoots per week, but I'm okay if I get eight shoots per week because that'll pay my bills and, you know, give me a little money to save so I can go on a vacation and all of that stuff. So I think that a lot of photographers are really devaluing themselves and they're also pricing really low. They're giving deals and then they want to go ahead and like overtime work overtime and all the power to you. If you want to do that, go do it. I mean, you know, you're just going to kill yourself, honestly, because at the end of the day, you're not going to love what you do. You're not going to, you know, you're going to start resenting your job because you're overworking yourself. There is enough business to go around. Photography is something that everybody needs. And sure, weddings this year have really plummeted as far as bookings are concerned. And I think that has a lot to do with COVID. They say there's a gap between people meeting and getting engaged and, um, you know, all of that dating and, 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 you know, actually setting a date for a wedding and maybe there's the recession too. However, it's going to pick back up. And I think that we will never, ever be, you know, a scarce service. Like this is a service that will always be needed. And you're, the time that you could be spending working on your skill, like you can up your prices, you can get quality clients, ideal clients, instead of the tire kickers that are just going to treat you like dirt. I mean, I don't want to swear on here like shit, but yeah, you don't want that. And you don't want time away from your family when you could spend it with them and be okay with the quality clients that you have and the quality work that you have and the quality dollars in your bank account. Right. So really working on that. And I, I love to preach that abundance is a whole mindset because abundance if you feel abundant, more abundance will come to you. I promise you. It's just a matter of your mind too. It's not just about, you know, charging. It's about believing in that. It's about believing in those numbers that you're putting out and that value that they're that you're giving. And that's a whole other episode, which I really want to do it. I'm just waiting on a special guest to come on with me and do that one. But anyway, that's the second one, charging enough. The third one does not go you know, it's not overrated. It is something that I think every single photographer or wedding photographer needs in their business. It is a CRM system. So right now I'm using HoneyBook. HoneyBook has saved my life. 
Um, basically you have all your projects, your inquiries come through there through your website. You it's automated, um, replies or automated, um, proposals and invoices and reminders and, uh, questionnaires you can send your clients that makes it super easy. You can even make templates for emails to send out to clients every so often, like you can automate the system. So it's not, you're not working. It's working for you. Um, it keeps everything organized. And so it's all in one place. I don't think I, you know, if I look back at my life before and I was like answering each email and trying to get back to someone else, I've had, I'd have to go through my entire inbox to find someone's name or I'd skip through people. Whereas in HoneyBook, I know where everything is. Um, it, it's, it's all laid out for me in a systematic way. So if you have not used a CRM before, highly, highly recommend it, especially if you're a wedding photographer, um, because it will definitely save you so much time, give you back a little bit more freedom in your life. Uh, I promise you. So, and recently, this is number four recently. I mean, very recently, like yesterday, recently, I started using uh, Calendly for my bookings. So now I can tell Calendly when I'm available. So all I do is send a link to the client or my students or whoever wants to book something with me and they have a calendar and they just book it and it automatically comes to me where it will say you have a meeting with so-and-so or you have this with so-and-so and then, you know, it will send them a zoom link for our call or whatever. Um, so if you have a shoot, if you only want to shoot, say, Tuesdays and Thursday nights, then you can say, hey, pick your date, guys. Like you've already talked to the client because I highly recommend talking to the client first just to make sure what it is that they want. Then send them a link to your calendar and say, pick a date from this and we'll go from there. And you can even ask them a question in there like, what location do you want? Um, you know, and then you can send them an outfit guide through HoneyBook. And anyways, it's it's beautiful. It is a beautiful process. And I talk a lot about this in my wedding coaching program, which uh, some of you are coming to, which I'm super pumped about. Um, and it is not a huge group. It's probably, I don't know, probably five people. And it's um, it's going to be amazing. We're just going to sit and talk all night. And we're going to be coaching on things that will make your life easier and and give you those clients that you want and help you succeed in your business. Okay. The next one, number five, um, <laughs> set schedules, okay, for shoots versus, you know, weddings. So if I am taking a million weddings, say, uh, but I want to make sure that, you know, I'm still making money on shoots and stuff. But for me, it's like important not to take more than two shoots per week. Um, and if I, if I have a really busy, busy wedding season, um, I'll take a weekend off. And honestly, like this saved me because I, this September, I went five weekends in a row and I, I swear to God, I was dead. I was dead the next day. Um, the Sunday after my last one, I was just like, I cannot move. I don't know how I did that. I pretty much hustled through the whole thing and I lost my mojo. Okay. I lost my mojo. I broke my foot last week. Not broke it. I sprained it. That's a bit dramatic. I sprained my foot. I went to a wedding with the sprained foot. And so that probably added to my stress. And I had a couple of crazy weddings. So, you know, there was a lot. There was a lot going on. 
So taking a weekend off and scheduling your your shoots during the week that work for you to give you that break in between. So for me, it's like, "Mm, I prefer Tuesdays and Thursdays so that I get that Monday off. Then I get the Wednesday off. Then I get the, you know, I like Fridays off, love Fridays off. I don't know why it just helps me prepare for the weekend and I can clean my house. It's like kind of a, a lazy day for me. Fridays for me are lazy days and I'm totally fine with that. All right. So what was that? Number five. Oh, okay. Number six is mirrorless camera. Um, hell yeah. If you don't have a mirrorless camera yet, that's okay. Wait till the time comes, save up for it. (laughs) Go and change your life. Honestly, like the amount of freedom I have now with a mirrorless camera, like it mentally, physically alleviates that stress from me. Because mirrorless cameras are designed to really help you to really like take some of that stress off of you during during a shoot. Um, and I, I don't really want to get in too much into mirrorless cameras, but two features that I love of it is that you can see through your camera what the picture looks like without looking at the back of your camera. Game changer for me. That was my number one. And then number two is it has amazing eye tracking focus. (laughs) It's amazing. So don't regret it at all. So if you can save up for that mirrorless, if you don't have one yet, that should be your goal for, I mean, I know the body isn't everything and it doesn't make the picture. You make the picture, but maybe less of you, you know, can give more to the image, less of your physical you know, body can give more to the emotion of the image because you're concentrating on it. So that's my tip. Okay. Um, number seven is a faster computer. And this will save you so much time. My husband made me a desktop computer. I do not edit on a laptop. I cannot edit on a laptop. It's too small. It's too small. I need to see every dot on a picture. And I need to sit at my desk to feel more disciplined that I can edit instead of my bed where I might just fall asleep or spill coffee all over my laptop. Therefore, the laptop, the desktop is great. I love being in my studio all by myself with no one around. Um, and he made this desktop for me. He uh, built it for me. And it's super fast. It's so fast. It has so much memory. It's like a gaming thing. He bought some extra stuff for it to to help it go faster. So, you know, before I would eat crash every single minute on Lightroom and like my Lightroom would go so slow um, and I had to restart. And then I would be like, I just want to throw this fucking computer out of the window. So highly recommend a fast, 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 <laughs> a fast desktop or a laptop. And if you want some advice on how to build it, my husband can help you with that or maybe he can build it for you. I don't know if he wants to, but maybe he will. He did it. He did one for uh, one of my photographer friends, uh, one of my students actually, but my friend. And uh, she said it was a game changer for her too. And yeah, no regrets at all. Even her Mac was slow. Her Mac was slow and I never went Mac. I'm all, I'm a windows girl. So windows for me all the way. Mac sounds like it's brand name for me. (laughs) I don't know. It's like, you know, the Lululemon versus the Costco, I guess, but the Costco is not bad, you know? Okay. So the next thing, um, 
Okay. So that was, uh, I don't know what that was seven or eight. I have no idea. I'll go back and count them, but I'll just do one more. And this one is something that saves me time from like, you know, those tire kickers, those people in my emails, my inbox that I don't really want to reply to, or I, you know, you spend minutes there replying to people and you're like, no, it's not for me, dude. You know? So really having your expectations on your website and your, what your starting prices are. If you don't have your prices on your website, I recommend having your starting prices on there. I don't have my prices on there because I like to sell to my clients on the phone. I like to talk to them directly, get to know them, get to know if it's for me or not. That's the way I do it. And I book most of my clients that way. And if I just had prices on there and people come to me and say, I want to book you, I don't know. I just, it wouldn't set well with me. I would still want to talk to them, but having starting prices on there gets the conversation started. And then I can, you know, send them my calendar and be like, Hey, pick a date. Let's have a chat, you know, and then I can send them my proposal through HoneyBook. And then I can send them my outfit guides and all of the things through HoneyBook. This saves me so much time, so much time. I don't know. I think I've grown so much over the years. Like it's crazy. It's crazy to see the the difference from when I first started to now. It's like I was playing small back then. Um and now I don't know. I'm I don't know if I'm playing I'm not playing big, but I'm not playing small no more either. I'm still tired, but I just have a lot more free time. I just have a lot more freedom in my life that I can be flexible with it and um you know, be able to spend the time doing things that I really want to do other than photography. And that that's what life's about. I think, I think that a lot of us get stuck in the mindset of the hustle mode, like let's make money to make a living and we're hustling, but we don't need to hustle. We really don't. If we can find things in this day and age with all the technology that we have, with all the resources we have and the outsourcing we have, why not use it and take advantage of it and learn it so that your life becomes a piece of cake, <laughs> which was the name of my last business, by the way, piece of cake, where I used to make cakes. I don't know why I'm going there. But anyways, this was the funnest podcast of the week. It's the only podcast of the week. And right now I am probably eating a New York hot dog on the side of the road, looking at the Empire State Building. So I hope you guys enjoy your day and I will see you guys on the next episode where we will focus on you. Bye for now.